There's trouble brewing out in front of the saloon. Hey, they're gonna fight me, Jill. Look at them. They're about to draw. I fired point blank. Watch this. Welcome to Crappy Anime Showdown. I am your host and referee as always, Mike. Today, I am joined by a man who ended a civil war simply by threatening both sides with a filibuster about the plot of Scarlet Nexus and was thus awarded a <laughs> Nobel Peace Prize for the only time anime was used for good in this world, JW. Hot dang, JW. They said it couldn't be done, but you did it. Oh, oh, it, it could have been done. <laughs> But someone would have had to spend at least 20 to 30 minutes saying the word moon. And then just after that, they didn't want moon. Moon. So you see, we went to the moon and then we came back from the moon and then we want to go back to the moon. And did you know the moon is our God? And just like that, crisis averted. There was a lot of. They chased me out of there so fast, hand in hand. Uh. Also joined uh, by a man who's so God, enamored with great. voluptuous vampires yep, great. Uh, sucking his blood like it. that he set up a vampire sex cult that inevitably uh-huh. ended up with everyone drinking the poison Kool-Aid before they could suck his blood, thus being a meaningless venture of sexism and stupidity. Oh. Ethan. Thank you, Ethan. Thanks hey, for joining us. He never today. said they were girl vampires. <laughs> yeah, you well, what? that's it's true. true. That's, I guess that's <laughs> Just true. said voluptuous, so you're correct. I, uh, you can be a voluptuous man if you want. You can. Don't mind. Uh, big, one day I'm going to get I'm going to But get it was a heavily implied. <laughs> I'm going to one day yeah. I will get a good intro. And it's, it's, yes, it Ethan. won't happen for a long time. You but. keep believing that. I, I uh, in case to. you're new, this podcast is dedicated to pitting garbage anime against each other to see which is the most deplorable while still being entertaining enough to watch. Today, Ethan has to defend case study of Vanitas, while yeah, JW gets hey, the pleasure yeah. of defending Scarlet Nexus. Hey, uh, I, I got the winner. Catch us Catch us the on winner, Twitter. Indeed. At Crappy Anime SD. And as always, I hope you brought your A game. Well, gentlemen, before we get into things, uh, how was your viewing experience? Because uh, mine was fantastic. I had a blast. I mean, one you of know, them was fantastic. I, I was really glad that Scarlet Nexus stayed in there because <laughs> yes. it was all worth it. <laughs> it's, it all culminated in, in uh, what you'll soon all learn if you haven't already seen it. That's uh, just what exactly what we stand for here. Yeah, you will see how Vanitas is the best anime and not Scarlet <laughs> Nexus. Well, you know what? With a bold statement like that, Ethan, why don't oh. you start <laughs> off with episode 6 to 12 of Case Study of Vanitas? My notes for Vanitas are just so short. And they're That's just, okay. they're so angry. They're There's just six so angry. episodes, Ethan. How could they be short? Yeah, that's a good question. Ethan only watched seven, eight, and nine. Ethan only watched seven, eight, and nine. No, no, no. But we, I am. I, all right, I've elected to just tell the plot uh, from a perspective of what it actually should be, which is just basically a rape or sexual assault fantasy. Um, right. So right. we're just going to tell uh, it written only by from a that woman, sir. That's yeah. true. It was written by a woman. Excuse you. And we actually um, kind of get our explanation of that. I think. I don't know what you mean, but I'm sure you'll bring there's, it there's up. There's a hell of a lot of boys loving this. I'm just going to say That's that. true. There is a lot of boys love. Yeah, all right. Hell of a lot of boys loving here. Yeah, all right. So um, let's see here. Um, Where does episode seven even start? Uh, Right where six left off. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to place it, though. Don't They're you at remember? a tea party. 
No, God, I hate this. They read a tea party. Come on, guys. Oh, yeah, they read a tea party. Don't worry, I'm not going to remember Scarlet Nexus is episode six. That's for fucking sure. Yeah. What are you talking about? It's right after episode... What do you mean? Episode seven, you mean? Yeah, seven, whatever. Well, it comes right after six. We'll get there when we get there. We'll get there. So, anyway, um, at some point in time, and at some point in place that doesn't matter... There's a conversation that happens between is it Jean or Jean the the woman that like has Jean Jean I don't know they it's they Jeanette French, but so. it's French so they pronounce Jeanette. it Jeanette I believe Jeanette. but is it really well there's no T at the end yeah there's Jay. no T's it's just it's I don't just believe like you say the T look I'm not a French no, no, there is no T <laughs> I'm telling you they don't spell like it with this. a T oh, you sure in yeah. the show yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, know, they spell it J E A N N E Jeanette our producer our producer has yeah we're gonna call her Jeanette. Um, I mean, Vanitas is kind of like Forrest Gump in this. I don't really. Hey, whoa, you take that back. Forrest Gump didn't. I don't know what you're insinuating, but I agree wholeheartedly. (laughs) Well, I don't agree with that. Forrest Gump didn't rape anyone. Like like this animal does frequently. No. (laughs) Did he? We are not. We're not going down this path. You don't do dis... Whatever. Okay, National so Treasure Forrest Gump has some skeletons in his closet. Uh, uh, and, it's not his, and it's not just his leg braces, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, God. Okay, we open up episode seven with um, the man who raped a woman blaming her and how she was mentally impaired um, for uh, coming on to him. Because uh, if you remember correct, party. yeah, while they're at this party, if you remember correct, she like starts like popping off and has like a thirst for blood, but she needs to defend that like boy that like the senpai that she like runs around. Yeah, Lu- after. Lucius, Lucius, aka Luca. So yeah, she needs to defend Luca, which is fine, but she's having like a bloodlust thing, and this is in the middle of like all of the vampires turning into like cursed vampires. So she drinks the blood from our main character, who's a human. Because it like is a distraction, except for he literally comes on to her and is like, "Hey, you're in a mentally impaired, aka probably drugged up state. I'm gonna take advantage of you." And he does because RMC is really cool. And um, then it turns around where Luca finds out about that, and it turns out that we're supposed to be angry at her for taking advantage of him, even though it's a hundred percent the exact other way around. Um, and uh, our main character runs around sporting the like hickey he has from her as if it's like uh you know like a, a trophy because it's really cool how he took advantage of a woman that was mentally impaired very cool um also by the way i want to say this one up front and uh yeah this is 100 percent fitting within the format of the the podcast i definitely am still defending this anime no doubt if you like this anime and i ever find out we have problems yeah like we we have like I'm, I'm gonna take because the JW. You love on this, this one. anime, and you can be the only right. one. Right? Yeah, I I'm the only one that even. loves this. The anime. hardest yeah, part yeah, yeah, yeah. of knowing what to do when we find this person is who's gonna get to hold and who's gonna punch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I am. We full all want to turn. The hardest guy. part of waking up is Folgers in your butt. No, I understand, guys. I'm with you. You are definitely, you're definitely putting it together. Okay, so anyway, um, it, there she reveals that she is a cursed vampire. And um, he does another really cool move where he says that he won't tell anyone that she is cursed, provided for two things. First one is, if she wants to suck anyone's blood, it has to be his, a.k.a. she has to only fuck him, and he's blackmailing her to make sure that happens. God, hey, HJW, or Mike, either one, is there a word for that? Okay, yeah, but no, but Ethan, it's different because 
in this in your if I use your sexual uh, metaphor, if if you may allow yeah, right, me to yeah. say, I'm definitely um, leaning into it. It's uh, she needs to orgasm. So she's going <laughs> to have sex, uh-huh. but he gives her the best orgasms because he tastes the sweetest. So that's why she agrees. So it's not really black. They both benefit from this, clearly. It's it's definitely blackmail. He expressly says what will happen if she does No, it's a symbiotic relationship. I don't think you guys quite understand. It's just like real life, you know? Like, sometimes (laughs) you really meet under the wackiest circumstances. Like, there was this one time at a party, this girl was so drunk that she would just fuck anything. And then I took her back to my house and... Oh. Oh. Do you want to finish Wait. that one? or? And I went no. to jail. I <laughs> hmm. wonder how that happened. No, it was weird. Hey, um, so there's a uh, little, little, little bit of anime. <laughs> But it turned out she was a vampire, so I was exonerated of all charges. Well. Yeah. So, hey, real quick, just just uh, as a reminder, does anyone remember where this anime fits on the all-time anime list for Mal? Uh, too high. Oh, well, yeah, of course it's too high. Was That's this the one that was 236? Was this it the is one not I guessed? No, that, that, not that was that Redline, you guessed. Yeah. Oh. Dang, I'm so good. No, I have no idea. So it fits at 627, which like doesn't sound super high. Let me tell you some of the other ones that are at the exact oh, same level this as this. we're doing this again? Yeah, just, just real quick. We're not going to go super di- far down I this. I can't wait to know about what great classics of anime... <laughs> so interesting, just another fun fact. B stars and B stars season two are in order at six thirty five and six thirty six. Well um, that's a crime against B stars season one and a vast yeah. overestimation of B stars season <laughs> two. Yep. Yeah, they're wrong on both counts. Uh we for also have reasons. um what there's this I, I I'm not I'm probably gonna butcher this. It's Ore Monogatari. Is that one? Monogatari, like the, yeah. Yeah, yeah Monogatari has like seven thousand seasons. I don't care. Don't worry about it. I mean, it. It, I don't know. It was like a reasonably cute anime when I watched it. I, I don't. Which one of them is Gintama? That's yeah. all. Uh, no, Gintama's, Gintama's way uh, the top. outside of the top ten. Not a band. <laughs> Correct. It's all yeah, you're. Top 10. <laughs> uh, we got a Fate Grand Order is uh, up there at six eighteen. Oh, that could be lower. That could be lower. That could yeah, definitely could be lower. Definitely should be lower. Um, but yeah, so this is the area we're playing in. Oh, by the way, all of Naruto is at six oh six. That could be lower. That should be so lower. all of it, okay. all of it, all <laughs> two hundred twenty episodes. Well, there you go. Oh, oh, um, oh no, that's the movie. I was gonna say Trigun, but that's the movie, so that doesn't count. Much. Remember when you said this wasn't gonna take long? We're all right. Fuck <laughs> you. We're done. Okay. So my point is, this is what people think is like a at like an eight out of ten anime on Mal that are comparable uh. to literally Naruto. So just keep that in mind while we talk about this. Um, his second condition in his blackmail is that while he rapes her, she has to say his name. No, no, no. It's just that she has to call him by that name at all times. Right. Well, yeah, right. okay. I don't mind, this, I don't mind yeah. the sexual metaphor, but he just wants her to stop calling him just human. human. Yeah, I mean, and okay. Yeah, I, I want I, you to call me daddy. Yeah. As I believe yeah, I mean, the line. Right, of, but at all times. Instead of calling me a dog, a rapist dog and piece of shit, you have to right. use your name while I fuck you. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. And like, in all other aspects. Yeah, okay, great. Say, say my name. I mean, I'm just trying to give a fair trial. Yeah, okay. Look, it just, and I think look, you guys are being a little one He's just trying to establish dominance over the lesser sex. I mean, what's yeah, so creepy it. about that? There's you know, guys, this anime is fine. There's only that one scene yes. and the other scene. And, and, and that other shit, scene. Shit, there's like a lot of oh, scenes like and this, And that Jay. other scene. Yeah. There, well, there's a scene all, every two episodes. But other than that... 
to set up like the ambiance. You're not supposed to focus We're not on supposed the rape to that's like happening him. in the background. Would you just turn off your You're brain even to be more? Part of his character. Yeah. If you could turn <laughs> that switch from off to just keep going left until the knob snaps and you're in what we call the negative zone, you, you got to be in there for this anime. I don't oh, want to admit uh, that I jerked off to it and I have to defend it. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Can you just so, turn yeah, your let's, brain let's off, please? So uh, Domi sucks Noe's blood for some reason. We don't really know, and I don't and really know. And then Noe sucks Domi's blood. So That's true, too. Uh, he takes off her glove, and it's basically the same almost thing like as sex. Almost like a tit for tat. What a weird, what a weird it's scene. A, it's an yeah, exchange of It's almost like it's consensual. Fluids. Yeah, it's almost like consent, ah. con, uh, consent, and that's weird for this anime. But whatever. Is it sexy? I don't it think is. so. I mean, the I way he takes so off either. that woman's glove. Whew. Uh, I just want to reiterate, we, we, we here at Crappy Anime Showdown hate women. And as a result, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we can we can both we, we have a rare opportunity here. We can both hate this and the woman who made it. Yeah, that's Th- true. This You're is, right. This oh is God, a first can. in crappy anime showdown history. I just want to point that out. I just that's realized a, that. That's a great point. I had not thought about that, but um, I really hate that we're in the position where we get to do it. I got to tell you that. I, I know it, it's a rare opportunity these days where yeah. I can just look firmly at a piece of art and go, "Wow, <sighs> maybe they should have less rights." <laughs> okay all right there's a ball um and during the ball the two women dance and then the two men dance so no way but that like so this scene also confused me there was a ball happening inside and they're just like let's not go inside let's just hang out here in our normal clothes that we're not even dressed up for a ball but we sort of are because vampires in anime always have to wear extravagant extravagant clothing it, for no apparent reason. It's party every day here in the vampire realm. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, they're Andrew W.K. vampires. That's right. And the no, sun, never, the sun never rises on this party. Oh. No, it does not. Well, that would actually make sense because they're vampires and they shouldn't be in the sun, That's but right. that doesn't apply in this. Well, don't whatever. worry about that. We go in the sun plenty of times, but, you know. Yep. All right, so the, the end of episode seven is uh, Wild These aren't your no dad's way. vampires. These are your, well, these are your little I, nine-year-old I daughters promiscuously... Yeah, Disgusting he, vampires. I would prefer that they creepy were my neighbors vampires. vampires. This, like, this is a creeper basement dwelling neighbors vampires. Yeah. He can, in fact, go out in the sun. He just chooses not to. Why would he go out in the sun if he could stay inside with big titted lollies? I know. You know I what? Know. That's a great point. Um, you know, I like Thank the you. size of her glove. That one specific glove mm-hmm. that she mm-hmm. takes out to look like a badass. Yeah. Right he knows what he gets, wants and he know. draws it that way. Mm. Uh, she. She. And she um, draws it that way. Yeah, anyway, she, anyway. She, she knows what she wants, and she draws it that way. Women Episode seven. Are, are furniture, nope. and men want to <laughs> fuck each other. I, yep. Episode 7. Um, at the very end, Noe is talking to MC and literally says, Hey, what's love? And MC's like, oh, I don't know. But whenever I'm anywhere near that woman I rape routinely, I feel it. And it's mm, um, mm, pretty mm. awful. And that's how Episode 7 closes, in my mind at least. But no, but he has a stupid convoluted end to that. It's like uh, somebody who loves me. I don't want to be with. That oh, you're kind right. Of person, yeah, he does say that. Which is just like, so you just want to rape women? Yeah, he's that literally, you just literally you just double down it. on that. Yeah, he's you like, you know, just like blatantly yeah. say he, he's got a really deep backstory. Okay, that we don't <laughs> know about, but I'm sure right. I'm sure a couple of years sure. from now yeah. someone's <laughs> going to explain all of this shit. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, like his like his one brother that was taken away from him probably got killed, and you know that yeah. obviously uh, gives him the clearance uh, the, to rape women with no. Yeah. The original Vanitas had some very specific things in his head. He said, "Oh, I sure do hate those vampires, and I sure do hate the fact that they keep having sex with people that aren't me." 
And then, you know, he got traumatized by that. He, he well, no, that guy said, I don't think that big boobed women, should, you should have sex with them. <gasps> and because he's trying to get revenge on Vanitas by mm-hmm. using his name, he's like, I will rape all the vampires. I got them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have loser. sex with all the big titty <laughs> vampire women, whether they like it or not. <laughs> you know, and that's, that's I will motto. save Vanitas. all the vampires. <laughs> no matter what and they you say. Know what? He, just, he just got like, no. uh, like some stops crossing. It hurts. It doesn't matter what they say. Save all the vampires. No matter what they say. Please stop. Is that a translation error? I don't. I'm scared. Doesn't matter what they say. He's going to save them. He's going to save them. You know, I was talking to some fellow grad students today. I can save you. Hey, I was talking (laughs) to some fellow grad students today, both of you. And I want you to know that when I described what I do once a week for this podcast, they're like, why do you do this? And I was like, well, recordings are a lot of, you know, the recordings are great. They're a lot of fun. Except for when they're not. But most of the time, they're a lot of fun. In like you know, watching it's worth it, and then we yeah. watch shit like this, you know, right, right. and it just makes you question things, like you know, knowing that there are. Oh wait, hold on. What is the number on this? Two hundred and twenty-seven thousand people, almost two hundred and twenty-eight out there that happen to go on Mal, so they have to like anime enough, but then they also go on Mal to rate it, and they gave it a seven point nine four out of ten. This mm-hmm. is all just copacetic and good to them. Like we yeah, live yeah. among that, you know. It's the Shoko Tensei is probably higher. It probably fucking it. Oh my god. Yeah, I'll look it up later. Um, <clears throat> okay, so episode eight. The kid is in trouble with Luca for some reason, and I don't care why. Um, so, MC wants to go see the queen, and he's talking to Lord Ruth, Ruthvin. And um, this guy is the one that uh, told the Ice Queen vampire that she was stupid for being a woman and she wasn't allowed to fight anymore, and he was right because mm-hmm. he was a That's man. That's the one. Yeah, mm-hmm. the one that also we find out has a trance held over Jenne and uh, seemingly controls uh, that Neandy girl. That's yeah, the big he's, he's shadow vampire from Charlatan. Yeah, he, he's he's got a trance on everyone. So hot, at the, at the end of the day, you know, you can't he just you no can't just rape him. You got to mind rape him too. Mm. Shit, you're right. This is a mind break. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's it literally is him stealing. God damn it! Yeah, yeah, I, yeah literally. Yeah. It's literally him stealing consent from people. Like, he makes them swear to him even though they don't want to. So, like, why even take the oath? That's, like, right, right. That's like the worst version version of, like, of like the Fae. Because, like, the Fae will cut a deal with you, and it's obviously, like, a bad deal for you. Or, like, genies will do that, too. Like, right. But you have to agree to it. You Monkey's have to give consent. Shit. But, like, this one, it's not. He's just stealing the consent. So why even have the oath? There's, like, no reason whatsoever. Well, you see, way back in the day, a man, uh, you might have heard of him, Bram Stoker, old guy, no. stupid, yeah, he sounds like a piece not of shit. Japanese. Uh, he made a lot of the powers that people use in vampires from now on. Uh-huh. And one of them was the ability to hypnotize humans as a kind of way to explain why people in the regular world have never heard of vampires. Because every time a vampire feeds on a human... You know, they hypnotize me, Tom. You it's like, it's like the neuralizing beam from MIB. Right, 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 like, right. Boop, you never seen me. See, that, go, that power served a kind of narrative purpose that was like, oh, okay, I understand how, how this might work. And then we have Vanitas, where they don't have any of the drawbacks, all mm-hmm. the powers, mm-hmm. none of the themes, except also they the can sexiness, fuck. I guess. Like, vampires can reproduce in this world. They're, yeah, they're born, not made. It's it's crazy. It's it's almost like someone was so obsessed with a very particular derivative aspect of vampires that got popular, oh, I don't know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, and 
they just decided to take out everything that was inconvenient for their story, which was uh, a super rapey, pseudo-sexy, disgusting Trump through France. And then they went, ah, yeah, fuck it. Whatever I got left, that's what's staying in. And what was left was super strength, fangs. Powers. Uh, that's not, that's something they made up. They added that pretty, pretty much. Well, I mean, like, sedu- or seduction was like, you know. Yeah, that's not the powers power. we're talking about, obviously. I'm, I'm talking about the psychic black magic. Oh, yeah, I mean, definitely. That's, yeah, that's, that, that shit's, uh, they, they added that. <laughs> hey, uh, you asked about Mishoko Tensei, by the way. Mm. 178. There you go, boy. See, just yeah, when you thought you couldn't get back. Way it's higher right than Redline, too, by the way. Way yep. higher than Redline. You're right. Way higher than right. Redline. Well, yeah, because Redline doesn't have a teenage babysitter jerking off to two consenting adults having sex in the other room. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and therefore, it cannot be good. It's higher yeah. than Evangelion 2.0. You cannot advance. Like, I'm not even saying that that's specifically, like, a shame or something, but at least Evangelion had, like, style put into it. Mm. Like, mm. <sighs> well. okay, back to episode eight. Um... So he wants to see the queen, MC that is, and he's like, I doubt she's even alive. When was he seen last? And then he's choked up by Lord Ruthven. And um, some dumb side plot starts up where, uh, I don't even really know why or care why this starts, but there, uh, oh no, I remember. There the, are the Dompiers come into play. Yeah, the Dompiers show up and they're like, Yeah, remember hey, when you guys said they're not Dompiers, GW? Remember when you said that? Well, they now said they are. And yeah, so even yeah. if even if they exhibit no other symbols of being Dompiers, they are Dompiers. Uh, they are. They are half man, dumpiers. half vampire. And by half vampire, I mean all humans. They can talk to a bat. Yeah, they <laughs> have a familiar. They trained a bat. It's they didn't they don't even talk to it. The bat delivers no, they, messages well, how, on paper. Uh, all the time? Pretty sure. I don't know, man. No. I anyway, there there's some vampires get stolen off the streets of France, and there are priests, and they go undercover, and they go into uh, these like catacombs. Uh, first of all, they're called chasseurs. Chasseurs. Yeah. Oh, yes. remember the French? Remember how this was supposed to be about French people? Uh, yeah, because uh, the show keeps saying "mon cherry." Yeah. Dami said "mon cherry." The show and remembered. they said <laughs> The show yeah. remembers every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, they go into the catacombs. They stumble randomly on this like lair where there's a bunch of vampire skulls, and it's implied that like each person, the name above the vampire skulls is like who killed all those vampires and beheaded them. And that's whenever our new plucky friend shows up. You can tell he's a friend because he's friend-shaped and blonde and uh, happy and smiling a lot. And um turns out he's a paladin, which is really bad because he's good at murdering vampires. And they claim they're lost, and because they're like suited up as if they're like priests or whatever, charus or whatever they are, charus, charus. So yeah, Roland is obviously. So this is actually like not good, but at least they like it doesn't assume that all of its characters are stupid, and Roland is intelligent enough to realize these guys shouldn't be where they are. Right. Like, thank God, the bare minimum. Well, um, he's just so quirky, that Roland. He's very quirky. Uh, he carries a heavenly sword called Durandal. If you were to describe his personality, how would you do it? Without Durandal. without talking about what he <laughs> Dur- looks like? Durandal. Dur- or... Durandal. I don't know what that is. Durandal. It's, it's his sword. Durand Durandal? Durandal. Yeah, well, there, it should be called Durand Durandal because like, there are two of them. 
I just want to let you know that in most heavenly anim or in animes that revolve around some sort of religion and some sort of extraterrestrial or strange beat, like High School DxD has a sword named Durandal in it, because uh, it is the sword of Roland, by the way, a legendary paladin and partially historical office of Charlemagne in French epic literature. So they Yawn. straight just ripped this guy out of a French book. That's cool. they were like, see, we're a French show. Isn't that neat? We I'm, just stole I'm literally really the character. That this anime, the person who wrote this read a book. This anime sucks so much that like that's normal in anime that suck is that they just randomly rip pieces of culture out. Oh, and but put the it whole there. thing. I wish they would Roland steal more. A paladin with Durandal. Yeah, I'm saying this one like it it doesn't steal enough to even be like a bad or mediocre bad. Anime. I know that's what makes it bad. Is uh, that it just go? It read the first sent. What I just read, they yeah. probably googled like uh, French famous French people. They saw that first sentence and went uh, sold. I'll create a character mm -hmm. based off that with doing no other research. Golden, I'm in. God it's like they had a quota of like French things they had to mention every like 300 words. They had to say well, something French or mention something French so that it was can they, you know people remember we were in France. They they copy all of the unimportant shit. Yes. Like they copy his rank and like his his title, but they don't mm -hmm. copy anything about the person that makes that person no. cool. Nope. They just they so like the personality of this guy doesn't fit at all. No. He's just so fucking quirky. Well, he does that. He does that stupid anime thing where he's like this quirky dude, but then like at the end where he's threatening whatever his face is, it's like, oh, but I'm actually real smart and like blah, 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 but I act quirky otherwise. It's like, yeah, but why? Like what? You don't have an advantage to being a quirky moron, but then also somehow being well, it's an like a bluff powerhouse. Check, right? Like it's a bluff That's check. stupid. Well, he's trying right, to right. come off as... Well, that's the thing. So he's in an organization that is... They're religious zealots who, whose job it is to hunt vampires, right? So you would think that the kind of personality that you would have in that kind of institution would be stoic, really driven, you know, lawful good, no shit from anybody. Right. Kind, kind of thing where, like, my rules are the rules and those are the rules. All that matters is the rules. This guy has none of that. He doesn't give a shit about the rules. He's really quirky and chaotic. He ha he pretends to be soft-spoken and ditzy and, you know, like unthreatening. But nobody else around him does. And everyone else around him seems to be actually really put off by the fact that he acts like that. Yeah, I mean, he, just, so, he sounds like a fucking idiot all the time. Well, like normally you might act like that to make it so that you could interact with a general populace or your superiors or the other people you work with in a friendlier manner, despite the fact that your job is ultimately to, to murder and kill vampires. Sure. So like you might imagine a, a captain of the guard who would act like that because he's got to interact with the common citizenry all the time. But deep yeah. down, you know, he, he's just a rules are rules kind of guy. But this guy does not do that at all, as far as I understand, or as far as we have seen. He doesn't interact with the general populace at all. He just gets lost in the fucking catacombs. When he interacts with his fellow chasseurs, there's no rapport between them. They don't seem to like each other at all. They're very, they're very reserved, and they're very by the books about the way they talk, which is what I would expect from that. But he's not. And I, and I just genuinely don't understand what the purpose of this personality is. Like, What is it supposed to be telling me about him or his organization? All it's telling me is that 
you don't understand why anyone makes quirky characters. And you yeah. just made this guy quirky because you had to like tick a box. Like, there's mm-hmm. nothing interesting I mean, I think about that's him. It. Well, they have to identify him immediately as being a friend. Uh, like, if he's too stoic, then no one's going to want to like him within, like, you know, the world. Are Our, they? Our world. I don't... F- Honestly, I don't know. They they do this stuff because they. I think they literally don't know how to do anything else. I, I think they do like, it, it just because so, they it want us so to not be put off by him. That's like, what I'm... Sorry, he, that is oh, what okay, I meant. Yeah. Like, yeah, I meant so that like, they want fans to, like, buy into the character. Yeah, they want fans to like him and not hate him and not think he's a bad guy. So they make him super fucking quirky and quote unquote relatable yes. so that you don't hate him. But then you're supposed to kind of hate him. And I don't I don't get it. It's like it's this, you know, um, it's like uh, shit. What was the original anime we watched that like that guy like sexually assaulted every woman he could find? It would start with a P or something like that. Uh, Plunderer. Plunderer. So, like, it's like that, where the character has to have, like, two faces to him so they can show this goofy character off because people like goofy characters that are dumb. Well, ever since Vash the Stampede did it, I guess people are just trying to fucking copy it. Despite the fact that Vash the Stampede's fake persona is exactly for the reasons that I outlined earlier, where he has to interact with the general population all the time, and he is extremely intimidating and scary. Sure. So I mean, he knows Cowboy that, so he acts like that. Too. Yeah, like well, they, Spike is a little different. I'm not Spike yeah, I know he's pretending. different, but to the average anime person, I bet they look at those characters as the same. Because Probably. he doesn't give a fuck and he doesn't care, but then for some reason he always cares and gives a fuck. Yeah, Spike like, totally kind of fucking cares. <clears throat> right. But he doesn't give off that he cares. He's too cool but, for And care. most importantly, he doesn't act that friendly with the people he meets. He only acts that friendly with his friends. Sure. Which but is like, a very different kind of idea. But you know that he cares deep down. I, I get what he you're saying, but like... Yeah, it's like... I, yeah, it's, like know, a, it's not an anti-hero. Right. It's just like... It's, it's certainly not an anti-hero. It's the like average a, anime fan doesn't understand why those character traits in the combinations that we see them in popular things are there. They don't understand theming. They don't know why a quirky character can or should exist in a, in a narrative. So they just put him in there. Yeah. So Agree. great. Now, now that we're good with that, we can skip that whole uh, section. Yeah. They fight, whatever they're in a dungeon. They fight. Um, they anime fight. They anime fight. Um, it's revealed the Vanitas is actually an ex priest. And he was experimented on. This is episode nine. He was experimented on by some dude named Dr. Moreau. Dr. Moreau is introduced in episode 10. He wants to be a vampire. And by this point, we've already run one over Dr. Roland and his lackeys. Not Dr. Sorry, Sir Roland and his lackeys. And Dr. Moreau used to be a part of the, like, priesthood thing. But then they found out that he wanted to literally become a vampire. And they were like, dude, get the fuck out. Like, what is wrong with you? And he moved back in at some point into, like, the priest halls, but it's underground, so no one knew somehow. Despite the fact that this place is, like... You know where they store the, um, the like, space shuttles? It's, like, that big. Like, it is that large, and no one knows that this place is occupied by more than just him. Um, and somehow the charlatan is connected to all of this because the charlatan's connected to everything because there was a spider... A spider-looking asshole that shows up to fight for Doctor Moreau, and that spider-looking asshole shows up with the charlatan sometimes. Now, I wanna I wanna point out you're right, and it has nothing to do with what you just mentioned, but I wanna point out that Doctor Moreau um, not obnoxious? only doubles down, but 
goes beyond exactly what GW just outlined about not knowing why they created a quirky character. Because Dr. Ro- absolutely all of Dr. Moreau's quirkiness is in service of nothing. It's like they wanted to create a, a Rick from Rick and Morty, but without any of the background information of why someone would act in a strange way or a dumb way, or yeah. it, it, uh, in one piece terms for anyone who cares, it's as if uh, they, they got this super science guy they built up, kind of like Vegapunk, but then they gave him Silver Fox Foxy's like, attitude, where he's just a stupid, quirky guy that's literally there just for filler, and they mashed those two together, so we had a really smart guy and he has to be his one sleeve is always longer. He wears stupid goggles. He like everything about him is stupid and annoying and not fun and in service of nothing. And I don't understand why he why can't it be a scientist that makes sense? Why does he have to be quirky? Why? I'm just so infuriated. They, they don't care. Yeah, they didn't. They thought I think they thought it would be scarier, honestly. Maybe. Yeah, I, I could see that. Like, I think uh, they that, thought that, that he would be scarier because he was so crazy, but he's just a joke. And yeah, he you can't make someone a joke and also have them be threatening. So the result is that there's just nothing threatening about him. And I just sit here thinking, why do I care that we're here? Why do I care? Like, if we know his sponsor, why do I care? And ultimately, the only reason he even exists in the narrative is to try to give some backstory to Vanitas. And that, then that backstory is ultimately meaningless anyway. Yep. We barely ever explore it. Uh, it turns out Vanitas was experimented, by, experimented on by this guy. And that Vanitas had a friend that tried defending Dr. Moreau. And presumably that friend died somehow. MC couldn't have killed him because that would make MC like bad, even though he rapes, you know, women all the time. But like, you know, murder, that's a bad one. Um, yeah. it, it's, they fight it's, some shadow beasts after that. It's a perfect thing that you could just put it anywhere, too. Like, nothing about Vanitas, his motivations or his actions or the way that he does things is explained by this bit of backstory. Just no, nothing at not all. at all. The only thing that's explained by this backstory is why he's mad at Dr. Moreau. So if you cut out Dr. Moreau and this piece of backstory, nothing changes. I, like if you, know, you, if you just told me that he was captured and Dr. Moreau wasn't involved, then you would have to do something with that, like uh-huh. some kind of PTSD or something about how he was tortured. Maybe that's why he doesn't like something. That's why he likes something. Maybe that's why he has a thing against scientists or doctors or whatever. No, none of that's true. All that's true is he doesn't like Dr. Moreau because Dr. Moreau tortured him. And that's Which, it. like, for the record, you're allowed to not like people for that. No, reason. no, no, no. I get that, but, but like, that's they it. Do nothing. There's nothing no, I, more I'm than that. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. It's just that they do nothing, and like this, this is like a, a bigger problem with like pretty much all a lot of media, but like anime does it a lot because there's a lot more anime. Is that like, it's just they only know how to pay lip service to ideas, like, and they never do anything with them. So like, they only know how to want... tell you something is horrifying. Well, yeah, most but they the only time. but they only ever tell you once too. Like, they tell us that Dr. Moreau is terrifying because our MC is afraid of him. They tell us that, like, exactly once, and then it never comes up again. There's no PTSD really from it other than him 
feeling bad that it, you know, assuming assuming he like betrayed his his friend when he was a kid, yeah, number seventy one. But like, that that's not trauma from Moreau. That's trauma because he lost a friend. Yeah, that's what I didn't understand either. Is that like his trauma was from Doctor Moreau supposedly, but he was able to go in there bold and brazen faced and deal with it and just and pretend for the mission. Yeah. But the second he goes, "How's number seventy one? He like drops the book and freezes. Yeah, and I'm not saying people can't deal with trauma. I just sure, know sure. that this isn't being handled correctly. Yeah. And anime and so i know that it's going to be a dumb reason and it won't make sense the second we figure out what happened in number 71 it'll be like it just won't make any sense you know he'll he'll have died in a way that we'll see many characters do that like the dr fucking vanitas here will find a crying person on the floor saying oh god please kill me before i hurt anybody else i care about and he'll just turn them into dust and not fucking blink but you just fucking know the seventy-one yeah, that guy. His best, yeah, his best who, friend died the exact same way, and he's like, "You mentioned oh, the number seventy-one. Oh no, dead. Oh my god, what a horrible way yep. to die no, that, that I've done." That's exactly right. That's exactly what will happen. Oh my god. The, the worst part is that the only information we get about seventy-one in this little PTSD flashback is seventy-one being a stupid piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, Give me back my father. Give me back my father. Give me back my father. How, how dare you kill somebody? Yeah, and it doesn't even like what like he, I just want to know because uh, this story doesn't make any sense. Who fucking like having, shit? He's he's having a flashback to someone he, just being an annoying piece of crap going, "Give me back my father!" Like what happened to this kid that you? I don't understand. It's at also all. the significantly less inter- like less interesting interaction. Like if you had murdered Doctor Moreau and now you have to deal with the consequence of your friend hating you because they're like for some reason addicted to the idea of this man that was also torturing him. That right. is a storyline. But what you did, maybe, is that you murdered this kid, and Dr. Moreau doesn't give a fuck about that kid. Like, but you give a fuck about that kid? Like, yeah, well, well, what is happening? I like, I, I don't know who's killing who or what's happening to someone, but it's not going to be anywhere close to what it should be to no. make sense for this scene. So, that's episode 10. He gets away. The lab explodes. Um, henceforth, the priests are sort of on the side of the good vampires. Um, now we get to my favorite episode of this entire thing, episode mm. 11. Um, I could, if my life force wasn't gone by this point, whatever was left is, was taken. Torched, um, yeah. So 11, uh, the female, the, the female vampire that has gotten raped by her MC like a lot, um, she asks him out on a date. And immediately they explain the reason why is because he said that I only will want to be with someone if they don't want to be with me because he's only into rape, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it's, so, fan- it's a power fantasy. It's a power fantasy. So she's like, okay, well, I'll just pretend to love him and he'll go away. And, like, mm-hmm. for the record, I- I'm not... I'm sure there's, like, a more competent movie that does something like this or whatever and that you could make a plot line out of this. Like, she but wants to get here. out of a situation where she's being raped constantly or being blackmailed into rape constantly. Like... I, I'm fine with her taking this avenue. She thinks she's going to be able to get out of it. Like, get out. But, like, anyway, obviously it's not competent here. So as the day goes on during her um, during her date with him, she's obviously falling more and more in love with him and as angry at herself because she's genuinely falling in love with this man that she's supposed to hate. At one point in time, she literally says, I feel my sanity slowly slipping away. And it's like, yeah, I mean, probably because you're a woman in anime. Like, you are doing everything that goes against just literally your base 
animal instinct to stay alive. Like, no wonder you feel your sanity slowly slipping away. It's because you have no agency in the slightest, and you're just being pawned off as a sex object. Um, we are, we're later on told but that... But it's uh, so cute! Yeah, it's fucking something. I you get to watch it. them have a day. Wow. You know what's crazy? I think that I think Vanitas is actually the worst anime we have watched so far for this exact topic. Because I'm thinking back on it, Plunderer was really bad, but he did not like literally rape people as much because that's what no, it is. No, he totally did. Like he no no sorry, he did, but not nearly on this frequency. Yeah. Like he did. this is every other episode. Yeah. He, he sexually assaulted women in Plunderer. I don't think he ever specifically raped them. Yeah. Did he? Okay, maybe I just don't remember. I mean, I'm did not you, defending. Did you forget Plunderer. the time travel boob grab? Uh, yeah, but yeah, that's but still just sexual assault. It. Like I, like there was still technically. Look at what she was wearing. There. She took off her shirt. Well, she technically, these people have never had sex, Clearly. so it's still just sexual assault in. You know what? Tuss. You know what? You're right. Technically not, even though it's abundantly shown that it's basically sex. Yeah, you are right. It is technically just sexual assault. Good job, anime. I'm glad we had to draw that fucking line again. Exactly. I love my Monday nights. Uh, okay, anyway, um, for some reason, Jean like, freaks out and almost eats a boy because she gets a bloodlust, and instead she sups upon her, her rapist instead and falls more in love with him. Uh, it's all revealed that Ruthven is sucking out the blood of Noe because he has the power to force him against his consent because that's just this anime to accept some kind of pact with him. This is what we were referring to earlier. And now Noe has to do exactly one thing that Ruthven wants him to do. And that's yeah. episode no, it's, 11. It's literally, it's as <laughs> stupid as it is. It's the, you come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> now, at some point, I will ask you for a favor. I don't know what it'll be or when it'll be. But when I ask, you must do it. <laughs> Only he's making him do it. When you yeah, ask, when ahead. I ask, you will know that it is me who is asking you. And it's you know king, that the debt has been repaid. Yeah, that the debt has been repaid. It will be me and I alone who ask this favor so that the debt may be repaid. And you will know it's me because I will be me and you will know me. And therefore, it is I. The, the are, lesser you, are you okay? You okay the, there, the lesser Gina? known Robin Hood one where you're like, what are these cotton balls in my mouth? Oh, oh I went. Oh, I went I, now I can talk. Thank oh. God. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they had this cat. Oh, my God. I, I love that movie. All right, anyway, episode 12. Uh, Ruthven and the spider guy are together. I don't care about the rest of that. Uh, Swear to me happens uh, about some shit. It doesn't matter. And then Roland has his face shaken. There might be more that happens in episode 12, but after episode 11, I, whatever I had left of a soul is gone. Well, the end of episode 12 was that they found out about the Beast of Goofsflaubin or whatever. Right? Dude, oh yeah, there was the a beast. beast. Yeah. Yeah. That stupid, that stupid, that stupid giant wolf yeah, that murders wolf. only women and children. By the way, Hooray. only women and children. Just seen so you know, it specifies hundreds of women and children were killed. Huge. They told me that. Women just and so children? you know, just women and children dying all over the place to a giant, stupid-looking fox. Naruto has jumped animes and he's murdering only women and children. Oh God, that's so stupid, but. That's their next plot. It point, is I very guess. stupid. You are right. I completely uh, agree. <laughs> God. Oh, don't forget, uh, uh, Roland's friend is named Olivier. That way, um, you remember we can we remember we remember we're in France. Hey, uh, God, there's. Oh, you know what? Hey, this one actually deserves it. I'm just browsing to see what's better than Redline, according to Mal at this point. 
But like Samurai Champloo is <laughs> at 109. And that one's like, that's a good anime. I mean, it should be higher. Yeah, but, probably. Yeah. But like, at least no, it's that high. Jesus. Uh, probably. Definitely should. Okay, well, fine. I mean, if you have if you have six different Gintamas in the top 10 and Samurai Champloo doesn't even make the top 100. Oh, oh, that's a, a very good point. Yes, I completely agree with that. <laughs> there's a yeah, problem. Maybe that's the list. actual metric. It's just, are you better than six Gintamas? <laughs> like, certainly you're better than one of those six, right? Like, I, Are you better than all six? You belong in the top 10 if six of them are in the top 10. <laughs> Just by that metric alone. What a terrible way to measure uh, things. Well, while that was fun, listening to Ethan. Oh my God, fuck you! It was not the, fun the, in the slightest. The case study I died. Of I had a blast. I'm what not gonna I lie. I had he a died blast, inside, though. but now. But now, now you will anime. revive him. <laughs> <laughs> we can make him better. We have the technology. Get ready to crush that human effigy, because your humanity's about to be restored. <laughs> Well done. Hey, Jay, can you tell us about episode 6012 of Scarlet Nexus? I would love to. <laughs> we start off, first of all, 7 through 13. Oh, we start yeah, off right. with where, exactly where we left off. In a doomed world where nothing good will ever happen. <laughs> when we last hey, left our it. heroes, hey. they just found out that the future was shit. And, uh-huh. and uh, there's a there's a Check revolution on. going on. Karen's yep. gonna talk to all the managers. Yep. World's it on is. fire. How now it's yours? time to uncover the conspiracy. <laughs> In episode uh. seven, uh, I believe the first couple of things that happen is that uh, basically there are it's established that there are two parties now. There is main character and his cabal of loyalists yep. who don't stay loyal for very long. And there is the female main character and her cabal of Karen apologists who don't stay Karen who apologists for stay, very long. Who also, who also don't stay loyal or Karen apologists for very long. It's very yeah. hard to stay loyal. Fantastic. Uh, just in case you're worried about getting their, their orientations in this conflict right, don't you fucking worry because Nobody none of that matters. Nobody stays loyal to anything, uh, yeah, including the it. third tribe we'll find about later. People oh, yeah. defect from that. That's right. That's sure. right. Oh, my God. <laughs> we find out about a third a third group just in time to not join them. <laughs> We're going to join them for about 20 seconds and then hate them. So yeah. uh, main character has decided that he really doesn't like the fact that uh, Karen is going up against his daddy and his big brother. But mm. at the same time, he knows a lot of really evil shit is being done by... Uh, his dad and his older brother. But for How some reason, that that's, just, that's just not on the brain right now. Right now, all he cares about is rescuing his best friend, Nagi. Mm-hmm. All right, Nagi? I, only, I don't know why that's, yeah, that's Nagi. The, Nagi. the name I remember, but it's Nagi. <laughs> it's Nagi. It's Nagi. Yeah. Uh, he's going to rescue him. Again, from his dad slash brother and the people he works for. But... We won't get into that. Uh, I believe they're just sitting around chatting about how much they all really kind of hate the government, but are too much of a cowards to really do anything about it. When a lady who can see through walls uh-huh. uh, says, oh, hey, you know what? What's going on? I, 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 see, I see Nagi getting pushed into a van. And Minka goes, what? Nagi? I, I love Nagi. I forgot I about him for a, couple, for a couple episodes, but I love Nagi. 
we should go find out what's going on. She said, oh, yeah, they uh, shoved him in a car, and now they're driving. Okay, like uh, in the time about, it took like, for me fish. to, uh, yeah, I know. In the time it took for me to say that sentence, they have gotten way too far away. I, I oh, just my God, that. no. They're, they're already in the next town. <gasps> oh, wow, that was, they, they must have drove way over the speed limit. <laughs> so main characters all go, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go save Nagi. Yeah. Good call. From the enemy. Yeah. Who just wait, got driven hey, wait, who's the, there. Who's the enemy? Wait, wait, I need to know. Seiren. Okay, so the, we don't. The so currently we don't like Seiren. I don't know. So okay, just like, to be clear, like this is a for microcosm we'll of what you're going to be hearing for a while. <laughs> yeah. First, the government that they work for Okay, just yeah. called the new 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 homunk- new Hamahora. new H yeah. government the new, the new, yeah, the new Japanese task force of oppression yeah. yes so new Japan has Nagi in in a holding cell somewhere and they're shoving him into a van and leave, making him leave the city this is their government doing this, and go the to main Seiren. character's friends yes then they go to Seiren the express enemy and people who are currently at war with the new Japanese government. Wait, hold on. Is this Oceana or is this? Yeah, Oceana. So okay, the neighbors, right. Seiren, are at war yeah. with the new H people, which I don't know, Himamuki. Man, and I watched this I'm already getting confused. <laughs> yeah, the new Himamukians are delivering a, a prisoner from their own holding areas, which we don't know what they are, to their sworn enemy. Okay, and yes. currently at war with people. And nobody right. at, at any point goes, hmm, that seems a little weird. The, the main character squad decides to go into Seiren, enemy territory, uh-huh. and try to save Nagi. Nagi gets taken to a hospital. A hospital that is owned by one of the people in the party. Right. And... <laughs> owned a subsidiary of the new Himamuki government. Yeah, it was right. uh, it so was they the went... old it was the old OSF hospital. Right. And... So, so they they went to a different country okay. that they're at war with. Right. And that different country has an active and running <laughs> hospital chain that okay. is owned and and you know paid for by the enemy government. Once again, nobody right. at any point questions why this is. Hey, well, actually, they do address what the hospital's for. Do you remember that? It was for hospital things like, oh, you know, researching psionics. Okay. All right. It's what? It's not really like a hospital, I feel. No, I feel it, it really doesn't like sound a like a Nazi hospital. facility. So you're telling me an R, a, a hospital that was actually secretly an R&D department for military technology right. exists in your neighbor country who you're at war with. Right. Okay, I know that sounds weird. Uh-huh. I, I, don't, I don't really have anything else. And you don't have a follow-up to that. Yeah, I can't yeah, imagine I anyone would. So they, they break into this hospital-slash-secret government research facility. Right. And it's what they find country. horrifies them. Because in this facility, they are, one, experimenting on Nagi. Oh, my God. They brainwashed him and turned him into a monster, which is exactly what the new Himamukan government already did to him. 
Also, they, hey, why did they do that specifically to Nagi? Uh, because he was friends of the main character, and they wanted to kill the main character. But there was also another reason. Was there? Yeah, the other reason is because he saw the chick that turned into a house. Oh, right. She, he yeah. saw her transform. So Who did that again? So he had to be taken. So I think it was, I think literally Sayran was the one that shot her. And then Who, the so, government took her. I think it was MC's brother did. The new Himamukan government <laughs> is the one supposedly turning people into others, except that they're doing it using drugs that say, have Sayran stamps on them. But right. the Sayran drugs are being made in a facility that is owned by right. the new Himamukan government. Right, but it's it's on Sarah and everyone and in the new Himamukan government knows about the drugs, and about the others' research. Right, I think I'm still with you. I, I'm keeping notes. So they're in this research hospital, and they're doing terrible things to Nagi. They're they brainwashing doing? him, just oh like God. the new Himamukan government did. But are also, they, are they telling they're him about communism? With a drug, <gasps> a drug oh that God. makes his psionic stronger. Who made this drug? Is this I don't just know. Like a, is this like a tale of the CIA? How the CIA just has like black sites around the world? And they yeah, like except force that LSD it apparently people? works. Oh no, that's that's bad. Are so, they going to kill goats with it? I guess. But <laughs> what what they really do is they inject Nagi with it, and he gets better powers. Oh, but that, the that's people great. who were supposed to, so just 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 to recap what we've been told in just one episode, we've been told that the new Himamukan government is turning people into others, but that's okay because right. it helps with psionics research. It makes more powerful psionic people. Right. Except yep. that a Saren drug is the one that makes people more powerful psionic users, and they're not, and they're also turning people into others in their facilities. But and the facility is owned by the government. And also the, the Saren drug was used to turn the Cinnamon Bun character into a house other. Right, but also when you take that drug as an other, uh-huh. you can talk. It calms you down. Yeah. yeah, it makes you more human. Right, because it enhances your psionic power. Right. right Karen explains this that this facility is only been allowed to exist by him because this is the only place where the kind of research is done where you could potentially figure out how to change people back from others into humans. This this is really in the facility like where they turn thing. humans into others. Yeah, this is and make now, a drug like that does that. Just so we don't confuse people, okay, these are two sure. separate abandoned facilities. No, basically. they are not. They are the same no. facility. It's the same place. Is it? Yeah, it's the exact same wait, wait, place. Wait, wait, All wait, of this you, is done wait, in one place. Yeah, the brains and the others are found in the same place where the ampules are. Good lord. Yeah. And they, that's why they sure. run into each other. The spoiler yeah. oh, alert, yeah, the good guy right. party that's and the right. bad guy party I are both investigating they were different. This the got same even dumber. Place. I love it. That's got even dumber. Yeah. I love it. So the yeah, bad there's, guy there's two different party. groups yep. and they no, always are in the same place. No, this is wonderful. No, I'm following now. I get it now. Femsi's party are sitting in their own little ho- home with Karen, who they totally trust. And then just then, for no particular reason, somebody notices that a bunch of vans are, are running around with some very mysterious contents. Huh. Tell That's weird. It. What's in them? Uh, human brains. Whoa. Hold what? On. Wait How a minute. That? What? Well, they, you got to follow <laughs> it to find out what's going on. 
they go to a, a, a research facility in Seiren, the place where they're at, and they realize that this place is making drugs that turn people into others, also enhance your psionic abilities, also calm you down if you're already another, also has Seiren stamped on it, also is run and operated by both members of both warring factions. Someone rightfully asks Karen how the fuck this is supposed to make any sense. Karen <laughs> says he only allows this place to exist because it also can be used for research to help turn people from Wait, others that's not, into humans. That's not Karen, though. That's MC's brother that says that. Karen's the one that's trying to overthrow the government. No, Karen says that. I'm, sh I'm very confident it's MC's no, brother. No, they both have excuses as okay. to why this place should exist. But well, well, but yeah, main but character like, doesn't ask his brother why it exists until no, later. No, because main character is under Fubuki's control anyway. Uh, who's Fubuki? Who the fuck is I don't Fubuki? remember. Who's Fubuki? I don't know. This. That's the that's the green haired guy that's also working with Karen. You the find young out? kid. Well, yeah, but he's no, secretly no, no. working with Karen. <laughs> right, right, right. But that's what I'm saying. They find all this information out through Fubuki, not through the brother. The brother just goes, "Hey, you have to be." Uh, you got to go ahead and be there, uh, be a hero for this town. I understand that's all we that. hear from him. And then Fubuki tells them, tells right, uh, right, uh, right. Yuito, the main character, all the rest of the information is either through Karen or through Fubuki. What, whatever. Those are the two, anyway, those are like the two septarians. They both say essentially the same thing. Yes. That this place was allowed to exist because of their research. And in fact, Fubuki literally says, "Me and Karen convinced Seiren to come and do this." Yeah, we convinced so them to keep it open. No, no, to start it. Or yeah, to, to start, start it, it JW. We to can, literally yeah. to be like, hey, why don't you also go in this building and start your research also? That would be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, like, I think that'd be great. Yeah, all right. What what are oh, we yeah. gonna do? Well, you're gonna do the exact same thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who's gonna run it? Uh, 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 one of your enemies. <laughs> oh, that God, it does feel <laughs> sounds good to me. Let's do it. You would do that. Anyway, um, so this this. The, the two parties meet up, MC's party and FEMC's party, uh, happen to be raiding the exact same place at the exact same time. Uh, they both see each other in the hallway like, like they just came out of the bathroom and they, were, they locked eyes. Hey, it happens from time to time. Yeah. So immediately now, we have a very, very stupid interaction. FEMC, once again recognizing that she has to kill main character in order to stop the time loop and save the world... Proceeds to just instantly bum rush him, saying absolutely nothing about why they're there or anything. Main character thinks that they're, the Femsies group are there protecting a drug lab that turns people into monsters. So Reasonable. he attacks back. They get into an anime fight. Everybody fights everybody. Woo-wee. At some point, they all stop. Going, maybe I don't we remember do this. why. They all proceed to talk. Femsy suddenly realizes that it might be beneficial to, to, you know, say why they're there, clear up the uh, misunderstanding. She says she's only here to protect her sister, who's here, the cathedral, and she has to keep getting injected with human brains over and over again to not go crazy. Main character says, huh, that's weird. I'm also here investigating brain juice. Only yeah, the brain juice is like supposed that. to boost your psionic abilities. Only also, <laughs> somebody brainwashed my best friend. Wait, how do, how do you know that it's supposed to... To boost psionic abilities. Because um, uh, one of my superior officers handed me one of these glass jars and said, if you ever need extra psionic ability, also, if your brain get too hurty, you should inject this. 
Well, didn't they meet a friend where that was the case for it? I don't fucking know, and I don't care. Yeah, they did. They did. So they found these the characters. Sister. There's too the many house. of these people, and I don't like. They found them. the house. The house was just sitting in some random room. Yeah, but the Femsi group found the house. Oh yeah, you're right. It was the Femsi group. Jesus. <laughs> these God, people are both learning about the same drug at the same time, but they're getting different information in different ways. It's very confusing. It yeah, I thought I was going nuts last night when I was watching this because it was like maybe two o'clock or two thirty by the time that I was like really crunching these out, and like when two groups would learn the same information in basically the same way, I was like, I, am I just rewatching this? Like, what the fuck is happening? And I didn't. It was true. True to true to its word. So both parties, Femsi and main character, explain why they're there and explain what they discovered. And both parties are taken aback by the fact that both of their allied governments are, are basically working together uh-huh. to do this. Well, yeah, but it's also, remember, this hospital is about getting people that are our others that were humans back to being human. So it's a benevolent hospital. The only person who says that is Karen. There is zero yeah. evidence that any of that yeah, is no, happening. No. He, actually, he actually explicitly says that they're not trying to do that, but that he's going to use their technology to do that. Yeah, yeah. He's oh, okay, stealing their research, but they have to keep researching, so he lets it live. I or love whatever. this. This is, it's like the ultimate, like, like whataboutism. It's not quite whataboutism, but it's very similar. Where It's like, well, I would do this, but my hands are tied. Like, I mean, mm. I have to do this in order to get what I want. I mean, the, the thing I posted in the group fits it well. There's there's literally in episode seven, one of the characters with those stupid ear things is like, the best way to defy authority is to pretend to play their game. And it's like, what? Yeah. No, that's I'm going to go ahead and say that's not, not best. true. Yeah, you're crazy. What are you talking about? The best like, way I, to defy authority is to remove yourself from the machine and then yes. actively fight against it, dealing yes. double the damage. Because if you're a higher up and you, oh, I don't know, say, declare a revolution and blow shit up, you're not only removing yourself as a resource that the old government used and relied on, you're also fucking everything up. Yep. That would be Anyway, better. so this brings us to episode 10, I believe. Basically, Jesus, the two parties know, decide to not work together and just leave each other and leave the, the place that they were in despite all the horrible things it was doing alone because they are all convinced that it needs to stay open for some reason. Um, a random guy who has been with the main character party this whole time, who I don't remember his name and I don't like him and I don't care, explains that um, all this shit is fucked. Both sides are clearly fucking evil. At the exact same time as this is happening, main character is having brain hurdy. He's, he's, he's getting time jumps. He's losing time. He's, his head hurts a lot and he can't use his psionic ability. Something's wrong. It's very mm-hmm. clear that he's been brainwashed by his dad and brother because his dad and brother seem to kind of know that their little brother is, like, main character is the cause of the, the gate that's going to, the butthole, the time butthole that's going to swallow the world. But the brainwashing's not working very well. It's not taking total control of him and then just making him shoot himself in the head or something. So somebody in the party of main character gives him one of the brain juice drugs and says, hey, if you ever are at a complete loss of what to do and the brain hurt, you hurt so bad that you just can't do anything, inject this slash yeah, drink it because the, the one end is an injector and the other end is a drinky tube. 
and nobody's... <laughs> the other one's a straw. You can just sort of slurp it on down. They got to bring this design to the drugstore in another world guy. That, that's, a, that's a great container. Holy so shit. Useful. I have to interrupt this real quick. Real no, you quick. don't. I do. Do you know what else is better than Redline? Uh, plunderer. Vivi Fluoride's Eye Song. That yeah, is Vivi Fluoride in her eyes. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I think Back we went over this saying. when we picked it a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, but it's it's just crazy. Whatever. Anyway, so at a certain point, main character injects himself with brain juice because he's got yep. a really bad headache, yep. and he gets superpowers. He's even stronger than before. He's super strong. And now yep. I guess his... And just remind me, what's the super juice made out of? A human brain. Whoa, really? Brains? Yeah, he knows That's... this when he injects it in him, I'm pretty sure. But it, but it does like a good job, right? Oh, it does a great job. Not only oh, does well, it do a working. great job of restoring his psionic ability, it appears that his brainwashing is just gone now. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, what better to clean your brain off with <laughs> than more brains? He never gets another hurdy. He never gets another brain ouchie. His brainwashing seems to stop. He stops having time jumps. Like, all that's fixed. It's done. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I mean, uh, at this point, both the main character party and the female character party are now in complete distrust of the people who they were aligned with. Uh, main character now no longer trusts the new Himamukan government whatsoever due to all of their crimes. And female main character no longer trusts Saren because of all their crimes. Or Karen because of all of his crimes. Uh-huh. They all decide to betray their handlers in the exact same way. Some member of both of their parties has the brilliant idea of, hey, why don't we go to this neutral zone? That's the only place where they can take us in. Gee, yeah, also, what's that thing brief, we've never heard of until now? Brief, brief thing. It is wild to me they chose to make these parties separate. Like, I think the only reason why they did that was because the game was built like that. Like, it, it's just like they all come to the exact same conclusion regardless yeah, of how they and feel. And it's not even like they're at in, like, an active war because they're all constantly fighting the others, so... Why are they separate? I they're guess they're not fighting of... anything. They don't do anything. Yeah, they never. They, they just fight they random fight others. The others when they pop out of the sky. But that's for not no who they're at war it. with. They're at war yeah, but with they're Oceana. already trying to do things when the others show up. Right. Yeah, but you like that's what I'm saying. Like they're quote unquote at war with Sayren, but neither of them have time to fight each other because they're doing brain juice research and also right. fighting stupid uh, <laughs> female fetishy monsters coming out of the sky. Well, the only so. time they fight others is when they just so happen to be going into abandoned areas where people are doing brain juice research. Yep. It's fucking weird. I don't... This show is so cool to me. Like, it, they claim that things happen within the world, and they claim that there's coups and stuff happening, which means they're intelligent enough to at least be like, coups happen during periods of instability. But then they just don't do anything with it. Like, they, they like, re. Did you catch, like, the president of, the, like, the New Age government is like, I'm reforming the government, uh, reforming the military. I'm going to call you Platoon One. And it's like, are, are we it? Like, is it just us five? <laughs> like, is I, and he's like, also, the kid that keeps having weird memory lapses and, like, jumps back and forward in time, you're the commander. You just got here yesterday, but you're my son, so. I'm making uh, you the commander. No, it's his brother. It's his brother. No, I thought it was his son. Oh, no, his, his dad's dead now. You're right. Yeah, his dad's dead. Yeah, it's his brother yeah. in charge now. Mm -hmm. It's still very... Um, still oh, nepotistic. 
That's it. Thank you, Ethan. Oh, it was going to take me a minute. To hooray. Do. Hooray. <laughs> we did so it. So they both <laughs> both parties get the same idea at the same time that they're going to go to this to this third nation well, what's that, that is what's for that some reason completely called? neutral. It is Tegetsu. called the Moon Moons. Tegetsu. It's called it the Moon They are called the Moon Moon I've tribe. I've called Togepi. And they worship the moon. They're very theocratic, authoritarian. Why well, have they, they never been invaded they by these other theocratic. people? Don't ask that question. What is what is their deal? Don't ask that question. Yeah, well, so we're gonna hear about it. Here's so here's the thing. So I I just wanna I just wanna bring up Jay. You're right. Don't ask the questions. But I want you to know what questions you can't ask. And the que- all the questions you said are right. But here's what they give you, and, <laughs> which is why you'd be asking these questions. Which is there's a theocratic. Uh, authoritarian place called to to de- to get to whatever it's called right Togepi. the moon moon people they're just like six people in a box but the one guy <laughs> says they wouldn't dare raise a hand against those people and i was like why, why? like i what about because they live in winter mountains because it's too cold do they think they're you know you never fight a land war in russia in the middle of winter because yeah like, what's like going what, what is here? the reason they're just guys in a like it, it, there's like no one there. There's no actual city. It's just the one box, like the right. one big tower. That's it. That's all they have. But the people are like so afraid of them. Is it because they're creepy? Because they believe in the moon? I don't know. Maybe. I guess. I don't, I don't know what's keeping anyone from taking them over besides sheer just not wanting to do so because it would just take too much time, I guess. I don't know. But they never explain why either because the rest of the episodes spent in Moon Moon Land doesn't explain why you wouldn't raise a hand against this place either. So we get no answers. So ask all the questions you want. Just know that the teacher's going to have you hold up your hand the entire class. And at the end of it, when your hand's really tired, she's right about to call on you, the bell's going to ring and class is going to be dismissed and you get nothing. Nothing. Until the next season comes out next year. So anyway, go ahead, Jake. No, hey, you know what? I'll go ahead. Do you guys know what else is better than uh Stop Akira? with this bit. No, I, are you kidding? I love this bit. This is the best. Uh, you know what's better than Akira? A ballroom anime. Since it's Ooh. just about ballroom. That's the whole wow. thing. I watched some of it. it. It's uh it's not good. It's, it's so it. cute. Yeah, they have really long necks for some reason. You know oh, what also isn't cute? Berserk is. Acura. People die in that. It's so dark. Yeah, I don't well, know why everything has to be so dark and gritty these days. But, but Oh, JW. my God. Uh, but, but Berserk. Berserk the movie is better than Akira. Berserk the yeah, movie? From 2013. Wow. You're welcome. I, uh, just wanted I to love Berserk. It's so gritty and edgy, and it's so... Solemn and forlorn. Not like that gross Akira. Ew. Who would watch it? All right, back to episode whatever, 11 maybe? Yeah. All right, so both (laughs) parties decide at the exact same time to go to Moon Moon Place. Uh, Both of these parties have a member who was originally from Moon Moon Land. They both explain that Moon Moon Land will take them in and protect them. On the way to Moon Moon Land, both parties comment that it's cold outside. (laughs) It's really chilly. The main character party, while walking up the chilly hellscape that is Moon Moon Land, encounters an other that breathes frost. Why? Fuck you. 
That's okay, first of all, they said it was made of ice, but it just made looked covered ice, in yeah. ice. It, it was just chilly. It was just, fro- it was just frozen. It's just a little cold. Somebody get that a North Face jacket. That other looks very cold. Good God. Woo, they beat it. And then its entire purpose in the anime is brought into question. <laughs> I hate others so much. Why do I they exist? Them. Who the, gives there's a, a shit. video game yeah. mechanic. Well, they have to be there because eventually there's something called the extinction belt that they it's talk about. It's a video game mechanic. What do you mechanic? mean eventually? That's why they're there. Well, don't ask these questions. Them. Anyway, hey, does don't the space them. butthole protect you from others <laughs> dropping from the sky? This is a good question. That, that no. one is a good question. Maybe it like, sucks them in. Is know? it below the extinction belt? Because it looks like it is. Yeah. Honey, we need yeah, to live closer clearly. to the space butthole. It's, it's definitely the only below way to get the extinction insurance. belt. It looks like it's not even out of the atmosphere. When it consumes the world, is that a bad thing? Because 50 years in the future, it just seems to be hovering there. Yeah, I don't, Do, Does the I don't space know. butthole actually have anything to do with the fact that the cities are destroyed? Or, no, or I, think, I, I don't know. He, I think, I think a he bunch made of it war. killed itself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Does the space butthole actually do anything? What if we're getting lied to? They would never. Anyway, they both reach the the big moon moon land. A bunch of priests walk out in white robes and they say, Welcome, we've been expecting you. Everything is great. We're your friends. We're going to take you inside for a hot chocolate and baths. And they go, Yay! I, I love like hot baths. chocolate. I like baths. This That's is going to be great. They all go inside and, hmm, this place is kind of weird. It's a giant space cube. It's well, actually, the, wait, wait, you, you are, missed a are, bit. No, you missed I didn't. A bit where, yeah, they were like, hey, we're going to take you inside, but only you can come. We've been waiting for you for years. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to bring my friends. And then they're like, then by force it is. And it's just like, it feels like they're recreating just every single encounter you get in like a Final Fantasy game. Like when you walk around like, on a metal platform and then you're attacked by like four bolts and a screw and you're like, why is this happening to <laughs> you me? You walked too like far a- into our territory. Your random event has started. Da, Enemies da, of Moon Moon Clan. You don't fight others anymore. You fight humans now. But you fight in the Clone Wars. It looks like these are the, oh, the Kameno tribe, and they've created clones of of uh, Django Fett. Hooray! It's true. It's true. <laughs> when they get inside the space cube, it turns out that all of the hooded figures are the female main character. They're clones and, of her. And a different female character. Yep, and one other who's one. The, who's, who's the original? Who's, who's a clone of the original of Django Dr. Fett? Dr. Pope. Wow. Yeah, Dr. Pope. She's the Pope. She's Hooray! the Pope. It's Moon Moon. Anyway, so let's just let's just go over the shit about the Moon Moon tribe because we get this all diced up over the next three episodes and none of it makes any sense. So we're just going to try to put this in chronological <laughs> order here. Right, so it Once won't make sense, time, but at least it'll be in order. Everyone sit down, grab oh, your hot oh, chocolate. Oh, is this Story like one time. of those when a daddy and mommy love each other? Yeah, only no. there's hot <gasps> chocolate in the moon. Oh my and God, I do love hot chocolate. Yeah, you'd be better because you're not going to like the, the rest of this. Okay. So... There were, once upon a time, there was the humans. They were dumb and bad. They I killed agree. each other all the time for fun. Reasons like, I don't know, psionics research. But <laughs> at a certain point, they ruined the whole world. Boo. That's Boo. bad. So all the humanity, rather than fixing the planet, decided they were all going to go to the moon. Yay. I like it. 
but the moon is desolate, has no capacity oh. for food or oxygen. Oh. How could you possibly all just move to the moon and yet somehow not have the possibility of fixing the earth that you're currently living on? I don't know. Shut up. So everyone <laughs> goes to the moon. Yay. But then it's, something it's goes of... wrong. Boo. Ooh. Wait, the... no, nothing goes wrong on the moon. I, you're right. Nothing goes no, wrong they on just, the moon. No, they just wait. They just Yay. wait a thousand years. They just wait a thousand years. A thousand years, and then years they go, goes by. I think the earth is better. <laughs> a thousand years goes by and absolutely nothing bad happens. All oh, the problems earth. of humanity are solved. Yay. The earth is healing itself. They're, now people have decided that they want to go back to the earth. Why? I don't know. It seems like for a thousand years, everything was perfectly fine. But whatever, let's go. Let's go back. So they send giant space cubes back to Earth. Why cubes? Shut up. They look cool in a video game. <laughs> so cubes land on Earth and they're full of people. People who are magically assholes again. Yep. Y yay. Even though they weren't assholes supposedly 10 minutes ago. Okay. Boo. When they get back to Earth, they immediately found towns. One is New Himamuka and the other one is Seiren. And the other third one is the same, is, is Kaguya, or Tagetsu. And it's exactly... Tonka village. Tonka town. It's the Moon Moon tribe. Tonka town. They decide to stay exactly like the people on the moon are like, I guess. Only they're not. And the one leader of the people that come back down to Earth is named Pope. And she's a scientist. And she wants to make sure... Um, that everyone remembers how great the moon is, even though she and, left. And they go, nah, fam, we're going to go create different towns. Yeah, and they go, no, I want to be an asshole human again. We're going to make factualism <laughs> and problems. It's like it's like putting a kid in timeout for five minutes, and he gets out, I promise I'll never do it again. And the second he gets a chance, he goes back to right again. I'll die, yeah! <laughs> at some, somehow, at some point, uh, others get involved. No one actually asks whether or not the well, others were the problem that made everyone no, go to the moon. No, it's because of the extinction bell. No, 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 no. They did explain this shit. Yeah. Oh. They said that uh, they said that others. The extinction belt didn't happen until after the humans had relanded on Earth. Wow. It didn't happen for a couple hundred years after that. What a coincidence! So they, don't, they don't even know why the others exist because they're also aware that the others are completely non. Well, hey, just you know what? I mean, surely there's a reason why they call it the extinction belt, right? Yeah, no. it's because it kills people. Well, how do we how do we know that? They don't because others drop out of it. But yeah, but that I mean that doesn't mean that kills people, right? Yeah, it they does. Have no idea. They have no idea. Others kill people when they come out of the belt in the uh, atmosphere. So you so call it the extinction belt because it's going to extinct us, <laughs> extinctinate us. <laughs> oh, it's, it's and also be the extinction belt also is a giant piece of tinfoil. It blocks out communication between the moon and yeah, Earth. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, it's a big coincidence. Anyway, so at, now that the others are here, the moon moon people decide that they need to fight the others with psionics. And also the other two cities realize this at the same time as well. However, uh, everyone is going about trying to make their psionic super soldiers slightly different. You know, okay, okay. Uh, the new Himamukan people are turning people into others for no goddamn good reason. Okay, uh, like the Seiren people are liquefying human brains and injecting themselves with it for no goddamn reason. The Moon Moon people have a different stupid unethical plan. They're going to try to breed the ultimate psionic warrior with cloning. Cool. I like this one. The ultimate little girl is 
the female main character. Wow. It's she's the lollies so we made along the way. Yeah. Like literally was, made. We, we created. But wait a minute. Something's wrong. The only way someone activates their super cool psionic mega drive is if they experience a traumatic event. We certainly oh, couldn't right. just inject you with some kind of drug that makes you sad or something. No, we're going to give you a little puppy and you're going to be like, wow, I love my puppy. My puppy is so cute. And we're going to play together and we're going to sleep together and we're going to ha- be together have forever. Parties together, and we're going to have so much fun. Wow, I love my... Oops. They killed my puppy in front of me to make me cry. They should make and when I cried, it. nothing happened. But oh, that means you're a clone, dog. It, it's been a thousand years, by the way. And the clone of Dr. Pope... The, the experiments are very slow. The clone of Dr. Pope that we've been making and injecting with her memories over and over again to continue this research is like, no, this is wrong. This little girl doesn't deserve to be sad. Why did you have to kill her puppy on my orders? That's bad. You guys, you guys don't understand. Like, It's so wrong to hurt this child. She loves me more than anything. And they look at her and say, you're a And, and then the, dud, the people who just dud. got done kicking a puppy to death to make a little girl cry look at each other, and then they look at <laughs> Dr. Pope, and then they look at each other, and they look at Dr. Pope, and they look at each other, and they look at Dr. Pope, and then they shoot Dr. Pope in the face. <laughs> because she just Wait. flat out told them, shoot me to make the girl, little girl cry. No, Dr. Pope was... What? Dr. What? Pope wasn't her mom? What? No, she was no. she was one of the clones, man. Just a random other girl that they oh. that they that they that made they a made. clone of. I mean, so it wasn't yeah, Doctor Pope. What? I can see why you made that mistake. No, no, it was not Doctor Pope. Doctor Pope died on her own, and then and that Yoka a, lady is but, a clone of her. Right, I this get that. person is a clone of somebody else. It's not. I don't even think. I don't Are even you know sure? Doctor Pope. Are you sure yes, it wasn't a Doctor like, Pope clone? Yeah, be, yeah, because they're like, oh, well, it didn't look anything like Doctor Pope. At least I didn't think it so. It had purple hair. No, she had brown hair. You sure? Yeah. And anyway, she was like, uh, we, we tried making you a motherly type, but that didn't work. And then they just took the mother away. They didn't say whether or not they killed him. I think it's implied that they killed it's her. It's pretty obvious but they after, killed her. After, after killing the puppy, they just took her away, and then like a large light came out of one of the triangles they hold. So I'm guessing maybe they killed her in front of her eyes. All right, well, it was also stupid. They bioengineered a mommy just to shoot her in the face. Yes. Great, whatever. Yeah, anyway, that is what they did. They second, they, sh- they shot bio mommy in the face. Uh, it works. Little girl cries so hard she gets psionic abilities, and that is the female main character that we have been following this whole time. She is super special and cool because she has the ability to travel through time, but only when she is very sad. Oh. And for some reason, she escapes, and I couldn't tell you why. But the Moon Moon people are very happy to have her back because they've got a robot in the back room that's going to fix everything with her time travel powers. Wow, that sounds really useful. Now, cut to main character. Man main character. He's also here. He also gets the same spiel from the Moon Moon people. They say that he's really, really special, and it's really glad they're really glad he came here. Only main character kind of goes along with it a little bit. He gets taken all the way into the back room where they got a special computer that if he touches it, it's going to answer all his questions about the Moon Moon tribe and all that good stuff. But when he touches it, it was a trap. <gasps> it, it invades his brain and hacks him. It hacks his brain. Oh, my and God. How does it hack it his brain? It makes him stand still. And, and it makes all his friends stand still. And, oh, no, it's terrible. And it, um, I'd, uh, what does it do? 
Uh, it's hacking their brains. So yeah, but unless you. But uh, what is it doing? It's hacking their brains. But why? Wow. Uh, so that I assume it can take over the ability of the red strings. Right, the but, thing I but the little girl of. is the only one who has the ability of the red strings, right? No, uh, no, he does as well. Oh. That's why they wanted both of them. That was okay. the whole point. Okay, so... But still, they're only hacking him, and he's so one half. they're only hacking his brain, and it, it doesn't work. And then the red string lady psychically tells him... Uh, Break yeah. free, and he oh, does. Oh, God, sorry. I, I was uh, really excited there. <laughs> <laughs> the female main character says, no, break free, just like the Queen song. And and he does, and his brain's not getting hacked anymore. And oh, then they God. all have a big anime fight as they try Do, to leave you know the what? Moon Moon tribe. That's. I feel like that's the easiest way to like not have your brain be hacked, is that while one person is like hacking your brain and telling you what to do, Another person's like, don't let them hack it. And you're like, I trust this. Have second you tried voice smiling implicitly. more? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you? Wow, I never thought of just being happier. I'll try it now. Glad I could be of assistance. My happiness was so great. I'm not hacked anymore. It's great. And, they, and then the main character group and the female main character group meet up and they go, we got to get out of here. And this is where they learn the history of the Moon Moon people at some point. And then they kind of explain it to each other. And then they break out. And then something really crazy happens, which is that uh, the little girl, the girl who was from Tagetsu that was with the female group, finds out Yoka. that she is a clone of Dr. Pope. And she got oh, sent to New Himimuka to find Oceana. the female main character and bring her back to the Moon she Moon tribe. She didn't find out. She knew the whole time she was a clone to the... Well, oh. she found out that she already knew and has a, has a <laughs> oh, crisis. Yeah. She has a crisis <laughs> yes. mental breakdown yes. about the fact that she's a clone of Dr. Pope, which she knew the whole time. But she's only now having a crisis now that she realizes that the Moon Moon tribe was going to use female main character for ill intents. Which she knew the which whole is time. Exactly, which she knew the whole time and was totally in and, on it. And it was now. and it was her plan. Yeah. But was... she she suddenly remembers that yeah. she's been friends with the female main character and all of her friends uh, this whole time, and she has a crisis. Is the power that breaks all bonds. And she so can fight her programming, even though it's not her programming; it's her memories. And she can be the, the who she really is, not Doctor Pope, which is not who she really is. Well, she's not. She's absolutely not Doctor Pope. She's just. She is though. She's but a clone she's with the memories implanted. That's literally her. Yeah, but, you know, it's not the same thing. It is exactly the same thing. But oh, okay. Dr. Pope has new experiences that old Dr. Oh, Pope didn't have. Even wow. though, presumably, every single time you clone Dr. Pope and put her memories in there, you copy over all the memories, which would include all the experiences. And then somehow, several lifetimes of torturing and murdering children and desperately trying to create one that would have the power of the red strings... This is the only time she ever feels bad about it because she got to, like, I don't know, watch her grow up even though she did before and she got to be friends with her even though she probably could have before and, I don't know, they worked in a military group together. I guess that's new. They were never soldiers <laughs> together, so I, I guess that's really the, that's that the glue that makes people stick together. Yeah, so I mean, hey, uh, she decides she's going to betray the Moon Moon sisters. tribe and help everyone escape. And the Moon Moon guy who was in the man the the male main characters group, he never liked the Moon Moon tribe. He quit. Um, also, how come he's no, not he a was, clone he, of one of the people? He, first of all, he was in 
He was in the female character's group. Was he? I'm confused. Yes. And second of all, they explain why it's because he's a 2,000-year-old vampire from the original Moon Colony. Oh. Before they started cloning. Who is this? Wait. The the Kairuga or whatever his name is. Wait, which one's Kairuga? He's blonde Uh, and he has two different colored eyes. Oh my God! He, he can go blonde haired invisible. Oh guy. yeah, he can, yeah, he can right. go invisible. Kagero, that's that's my favorite part. Is I'm actually a two thousand year old man. Yeah. Does anyone what? Anyone explain why he can be two thousand years old? Like just no, dead ass. They're, they're waiting. No, they're waiting. Yeah, but like, how come they had too. to keep cloning Doctor Pope, but this guy just lives forever? Well, they didn't explain that yet. That's what you're waiting for in season two. That's I can't wait for the answers to the questions yeah. that are on my mind. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. That's it. That's all that happens in Scarlet Nexus. <laughs> I hope, that's it, yeah. That I hope this that. dizzying yeah, menagerie <laughs> was appropriate. Scarlet Nexus now, is Now, somebody awesome. repeat to me that this is, that we actually have a quiz here. We have a quiz. <laughs> oh, oh, now, each question is worth five points. We're going to start with multiple choice. Uh, who is making the drug? Is it A, Seiren, <laughs> B, New Himamuka, A again, Seiren plus New Himamuka, or C, neither? It's, it's, wait, wait. I think you meant to have D in there, but. Did I? I'm Did not I? Sure. Anyway, so I'm going to say Seiren plus New Himamuka. You're wrong. It was neither. Uh, what? Nobody ever takes accountability for who is making the brain drug. <laughs> Oh, they li- nobody can. literally. The, all they all they show is the boxes entering the warehouse and sitting on a shelf. That's true. And nobody ever makes the drug. Somehow, You're right. it, ju- it just bottles itself. I don't get it's it. It's just there, yeah. Nobody okay. makes it. Oh my god! The answer was D. Prepared? None of the above. I, I all right. Question number now, two. Now, what what is what is the name? What is the name of the spaceships that uh, Kagero and all the Moon people use to land on Earth? What are, and now they're cubes. So are they called A, boxes, B, arcs, C, spacecrafts, or D, moon man vessels? Gee, I wonder which one it isn't. (laughs) Is it the one that you clearly just made up? I remember because I'm the expert. It was arcs. Yeah, for what reason? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Because arcs is what Noah built, and it saves humanity, even though... Noah had to build the Ark to save them from the planet getting destroyed, and these Arks were expressly built to bring people from the moon where nothing ever bad happened, and to the Earth where everything bad always happens. Yeah, and what did they use to get up to the moon? Because I don't think it was Arks. I think they built Arks. Regular, regular old rockets. Just regular Moon Man marbles. It was a thousand years ago. We were primitive back then. We just used regular rockets (laughs) and used spacesuits and shit. They used Blue Orbit, I guess. I don't know. All right, pop quiz, asshole. Oh, yes. Who okay. is running I the new Himamukan government now that uh, the main character's dad is dead? It's is it his A, his oh, brother, okay. B, his brother, C, his brother, or D, <laughs> none of the above? I, I think I'm going to have to go with D. I just feel like it's No, it's A, his brother, you fucking no! idiot. Now B okay. through C no, were no. wrong another, because his brother quiz. only sometimes runs the government. <laughs> no, he mostly does exactly quiz. what he did before, which is sit in his office and complain. Uh, another pop quiz. Uh, what what is a stupid fact about the show you find out in the last scene of the episode? Uh, 
A, uh, the main character's parents are dead. Uh, B, the main character is a moron. Uh, C, the grave where his family, his family's grave is an ark from the moon planet. Or D, uh, the brother wears a Waluigi hat. That's right, it's C, D, you idiots. D, For no reason wow, is it a freaking The bit has completely broken down. <laughs> <laughs> wow, 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 yeah. wow. 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 When they started busting out the fact that they were from the moon, I was like, <laughs> oh man, is this like a... It's got shit. so good. What was the, the anime last season where um they like all the nukes exploded and it killed the tech above Japan? Uh, was that like really CGI heavy one? Uh, one day I'll remember them. this all. You know, I, I just can't. Was it, it back arrow? No, <laughs> I'll figure it out. <laughs> Useless. Uh, let's was see it here. back arrow? Are you sure? Okay. It was Mr. Love's Queen Choice. Oh, uh, it wasn't. No, Choice. you know, it was two. It was two rounds ago, two seasons oh. ago. Um, oh. Fuck. What was I'm, it? I'm, I'm waiting. I'm trying to find X arm. I'm waiting. X arm. What about? I was saying the X Arm had like crazy plot escalation in the last two episodes, like this one did too. Yeah. Whereas well, just like all of a sudden the entire thing just like devolves. They're like, hey, you know all this plot we've been building up? There's nothing here. Oh, you're right. We'll just, uh, we'll we'll just make shove some it stuff in. up real quick. Yeah, hey, look at all this plot. It's all important. Okay. You're right. You say so. All right. Time to Let's sell me on the animes to win season five. Okay, go ahead, Ethan. I just assumed you, you would make tribute. me first. I was not going to, but okay, go ahead. What do I? What is that? Okay, you know what? The reason why this is the thing you should watch mm-hmm. is so that anyone ever that looks you in the eye and says that this is good, you can hit them. <laughs> you know for a fact, you are now free to punch about the cabin. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is like you Start are swinging. It's just like, yeah, it's like the airplane light that comes on where it's like you have to put your seatbelt on. This one's just like, fist out, boys. And Bing. you can just hit anyone there. Fist out you. and start swinging. Well, I'm just going to wave my arms around like this. And if your face happens to get anywhere near me, it's your fault. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's not It's not my fault that you happen to walk into my fist. So that is the reason why this is the better anime and that you should watch it because it means you get to hit people. Mm-hmm. True. Which I feel Very like, true. of the arguments I can make for this anime, that one's actually pretty solid. Hooray! All right, Jay, sell us on uh, Scarlet Nexus. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> its plot makes no sense. It should die. Every The person who wrote this was on acid, and they looked at the moon <laughs> one night and thought, I see a perfect society. <laughs> but couldn't explain how any of that made any sense. It's fucking hilarious. Remember in episode one when we thought all the exposition was the funniest thing we would see in Scarlet Nexus? We were wrong. Yeah, I'm really glad we were wrong. Oh, yeah. I mean, but just to be clear, the the exposition still delivered. Um, It just wasn't, it's no longer the funniest part, Um, but it still Mm. held on there to be absolutely ridiculous. Because an exposition is supposed to be a dump of information that helps you understand the show. In no way whatsoever, when they talked, did I understand the show anymore uh, from when they started to when they finished. I didn't, and that's what made it really good. Um, Jeez, Louise. All right, well, now we go to voting. Uh, Ethan, who do you want to vote for for the winner of season five? I mean, it's it's Scarlet Nexus. Like, I mean, it, it delivered, and even if it didn't, Vanitas is just some of... I think... I hate it. It's got to be in the top two. I hate this show so much. I, 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 again, 
I want to say this. If you like Vanitas, we need to either have a long discussion or, like, I get to hit you. Like, it, it's it's not... Even if you took out all of the actual rape that occurs within the show or implied rape that occurs within the show, it still would be exceptionally boring. It's not even, like, fun. Like, that's the thing. If you wanted to, like, watch, like, a shonen, then watch Juju Kaisen. Like, that shit's, like, actually fun to watch. Like, it, it's not something that you would write home about, like, in, you know, four years even. But, like, at least you're having fun while watching it. Nothing happens in Vanitas other than rape. Like, it's just, it's so bad. Again, even if you, I feel like that uh, that woman, is it from Community or is it from The Office? I think it's Community, where it's like, you know, all right, I can I can ignore the rape, but it's so boring. And then she's like, you could ignore the rape? Like, it's it's so <laughs> on its own, just nothing. It's so in, incredibly banal, which leads me to believe that the only reason why people like it is explicitly because of the rape or because of the yaoi, the light yaoi that happens in it. So, like... I just, it's just so offensive, and it's so boring. It, it it does nothing for me in the slightest, whereas Scarlet Nexus is an actual gem. Like, it's a mastercraft. Like, the amount of people that you have in it, the numbers, just like the list of people just goes on and on and on. The list of reasons why anything happens goes on and on. The uh, motivations for the characters don't make any sense. Uh, the like the plot movements don't make any sense. Um, the plot, like um, or not, excuse me, not the plot. The like characters and the set pieces, like the others, don't make any sense. Nothing is connected. Um, but they will absolutely tell you about it over a like quote unquote well animated scene. Like it's great. Scarlet Nexus is a masterclass of what the show is looking for. It is truly, yeah. it's truly crappy. All right, Jay, who are you voting for, buddy? I'm voting for Scarlet Nexus. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Well, tell us why, Jay. <laughs> Fuck you. <No. laughs> that shit's so goddamn stupid. Look, it's been a while since we had something that was so convoluted and genuinely yeah. believed itself to be intelligent. Agree. Mm-hmm. It's not quite as funny as... Um, you know what I'm talking about the, the time not the time travel one the the it memory invaded. diver yeah it invaded it's not it quite as dumb as it invaded amazing. but it's it's pretty fucking great it, it's oh, definitely I, worth I a watch agree. if you ever want to see something that's so far up its own ass that you can't even fathom how somebody wrote this on purpose. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's also why I'm voting Scarlet Nexus clear from the beginning. Booyah, baby! What a fantastic three zero. And I agree. This is uh, we thought this. This whole bracket wasn't as strong as others, and yet I think that Scarlet Nexus could kind of hang. I, I would put it in the. Uh, I would proudly put it as a, as a higher seed if we did like a bracket of the first eight seasons of what would win, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. you know might be an idea down the road, It'd be kind of fun. But anyway, yeah, Scarlet Nexus wins hands down. There was no way it wasn't going to win. It was r- stupid and ridiculous. Uh, and Jay, you didn't want to watch more Peach Boy, but I have to admit, I kind of hate you guys for making me watch more Vanitas because boy howdy. Was it just nothing but rape scenes? So yeah, well, we couldn't not, have known. Not, yeah, and you know what? Again, I guess I should clarify because JW pointed it out. It is not explicitly rape. It is 
technically sexual assault, but just like how dancing in the 50s was an implication that sex was happening on the dance floor because it would get too scandalous. That is it's a metaphor. Yeah, it's, it's literally what they're doing here. It's, it's like, a metaphor for sure. Yeah, it's, it's what it is. Like if, if they're not, there's no two ways like, about it. Yeah. yeah, you can't look at this and be like, this is, you know, anything less than the, the implication is that he is fucking this woman. It is yeah. entirely mm-hmm. about power. Like it, mm-hmm. it, even if it isn't and actual pleasure. rape, it is. Yeah. Well, yeah, but not hers. <laughs> no, 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 no. That yeah, his yeah. like power, and he get he gets the power out of her, telling her what to do, and he gets the pleasure because apparently you know it's like uh, he gets off the power, and, and yeah, well, he gets off to the her biting his neck, like it's just a sexual thing because it's what do with vampires. So he gets everything out of it, and she gets nothing except um, he doesn't tattletale on her. Right. So that's about it. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, but that's it. Boom. That means we get to move on to points awarded. However, um, we're still going to have two episodes minimum after this, which will be our bench warmer episode and then the wrap up, which is where we'll decide who wins via the points. But we get to give out at least one point tonight, baby. Uh, but we'll start with Ethan. Ethan, did you get any more points tonight? Oh, I don't know. I'm st- still so angry about fucking Vanitas. I didn't even look. Um, Vanitas, I said there will be direct fascist ideology in this. I don't think I ever got that, unfortunately. No, no, nope. no, um, Eva Angels. Yeah, I never got my Eva Angels, which is like mm-hmm. kind of a bummer. I thought there was a chance, but no, I didn't get yeah. it. Just generic 3D CG models from a video game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Whoa I am. Is the... And also, boringest, I had a Scarlet Nexus that was cool. Hell oh, no. it's very wrong. And that means I am, I am bad and dumb. That's a. Uh... Yeah. All right, Mike, what about you? Uh, I get a point, baby, because my dark horse was Scarlet Nexus. God damn it! Uh, I'm just too good at this. You can't be stopped. I cannot be stopped. Well, you still have a chance for more because remember oh, the yeah, rundown yeah. means you can go back and try to find points for yourself. Yeah, you're right. If you so choose. Um, them. Uh, but Vanitas was Battle on Eiffel Tower. Like seriously? Like really? Like all the stupid things they did. Mm-hmm. Not even a scene on the Eiffel Tower. Nope. I'm very upset about that. Very, very upset that this Sorry. anime disappointed me because it was terrible, and then also there wasn't that. But it's fine. I got a point for Dark Horse. So, uh, Jay, did you get anything, buddy? Nah, I, I found out a long time ago that mine were not going to happen. My, my, uh, so goddamn close to calling at the end of the first episode, Femsi died in Scarlet Nexus, but it was uh, episode two, and it wasn't really the female main character. Yep. And then Vanitas there just socialites and don't cure anything. Boy, it fucking feels like that half the goddamn time. But if it wasn't for like one or two scenes and a couple of offhanded comments, yeah, they don't do a lot of fucking curing in this shit. Yep, I agree. You could cut maybe like a minute of material from this, from all 13 episodes of Vanitas. And you would l- quite literally have my point that nobody yes. cured anything. Yeah. yeah, except for those those one minute scenes of him going in, going, "I'm gonna cure this vampire," and then that they, they walk away yeah. or yeah. cut scene. Yeah, it, it's they literally were like, "All right, how can we make sure JW is as close to right as possible, but still wrong?" It's still really wrong. Yeah, I got it. It's truly it's- unfortunate. <laughs> you know, the worst case too is that unless something changes on the wrap up episode, JW and I are tied, which like. Well, there's still the benchwarmers here. There's the benchwarmers. The The battle of the benchwarmers. So the benchwarmers that we're going to be watching for next week's episode, the the wrap-up will be the following after that. Benchwarmers we watch. Uh, Jidub, Ethan, you picked Nighthead 2041. Um, I don't remember what that is about. Uh, Is it? No, we we didn't even put anything up there for what it would be. So that's fine. 
All right, so Nighthead 2041. Don't remember it, but I think I like it that way because uh, then it, it just hits me. Bench warmer. Sounds pretty uh, exciting. Me too. I chose How a Realist Hero Rebuilt the Kingdom. It sounded stupid. That's I remember gonna the title. That's going to fucking suck. Uh, yep. And, uh, but then we have JW picking Obey Me, Detective Defective. Those are Defective? two different ones, so we weren't okay. sure whether or not they were going to go full-time. So it's oh, going to be right. Obey that Me was... first. We can even check yeah. right now, honestly. Let me, let me yeah, see. What was, what was Obey Me on? I believe Obey Me was on Funimation. Yes, Obey Me is on Funimation. And Hooray. it has only five episodes, so that shit okay. ain't going to fly. Right. So, what the heck is defective? I don't know. <laughs> uh, the Defective. It is a show on Funimation as well. And it has... Ten episodes. Hey, hey all right. That's what we're watching. Okay, fantastic. So just go we ahead and pretend Obey Me never existed, and we are watching yeah. The Defective. Yay. All right. It's fantastic. 3D CG. Enjoy your eye bleeding. Uh, so one of, you, one of you could potentially get a point, or I could just uh, strengthen my lead. I guess we'll see what happens. Um, but then we'll do the warm-up, wrap-up episode. Oh, yeah, so for next week, if you're not familiar, we watch first, second, third, and last episode of The Bench Warmers because it's just hilarious to see the first three episodes where they try to convince you this is a good anime, and then the 12th episode, which is the, the culmination of what should be the entire season. And we'll see if we got where we were supposed to go after the first three episodes. So that's going to be happening next week. It's going to be a fun time, I hope. I have no idea about these Bench Warmers. I know less about these than... Um, what was it? Last season's was uh, uh, Vivi Fluoride, uh, Dragon Goes House Hunting, yeah, and all that. And then Tokyo Revengers, which were all terrible. Um, so <laughs> we'll just hope that these are also just as bad. Uh, but thanks for listening for another week, and uh, we hope to have you listen next week. Bye. Bye. You and that itchy trigger finger. You gotta go, brother. You gotta go. Inkyba!